Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I would like to start my summer series uh, with red flags and green flags, and not just in relationships, uh, but in friendships. Not too many people really talk about relationships or um, friendships uh, and the red flags that can come of that. And so I think it's really important um, to kind of touch base on all of that. Um, it's not always just about relationships. And the thing of it is, is sometimes we just keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again. So it's not even something that I think even the experts have a hold on. Experts can tell you, what to do and what to look out for. But let's say you meet someone and you form this really nice relationship and everything seems to be going good, right? And then all of a sudden, this person flips the switch and changes on you. What exactly does that mean? Does that mean that you keep picking the wrong people? Does it mean that you keep doing the same mistakes? Or is it that we're all human and you might not see anything wrong with this person or this relationship but then all of a sudden things just start to change things like that just happen out of the blue and there is nothing we can do about it except just keep giving advice and trying to figure out what really is the problem i remember watching one of the um Sex and the City episodes years and years and years ago when they first came out. And um, I remember that Carrie Bradshaw, who was the lead, had to, she decided to go to therapy to find out what her deal was with men. And it turns out that she meets um, John Bon Jovi, who's playing a character. And I think it was John Bon Jovi, pretty sure. Anyway, they hook up, they're in bed. And she says, so why are you in therapy? And he said, I'm not good at sustaining long-term relationships. And he says, what about you? And she said, I never seem to pick the right guy. I may keep making the same mistakes. And it was just so funny because she's making the same mistakes because she just picked someone that can't sustain long relationships. But the point is, is that it doesn't mean that it's always going to happen over and over and over again. So 
let's take a little bit of a dive into this whole dating genre and red flags and green flags. Because, you know, honestly, I think that we're most likely nowadays, or we're just kind of wired uh, in such a way where we immediately act quickly on calling out the red flags, you know, mostly in, 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 um, it's maybe because we've had not very well sustainable relationships in the past, maybe because we all just want to have that relationship that we've all been looking for. And it just, we want to go straight to the negative. Does he have this? Does she have that? And I think that these potential partners that we might have in in our relationship, you might want to go straight for the negative. And that that doesn't make, you know, that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with it. I think that many of us have been through so many different forms of relationships in our lives that you kind of become guarded. And, you know, you have certain stipulations of what you want. Is he this? Is she that? Da-da-da. And if they don't meet your criteria, they don't get a chance. And let's first talk about like what a red flag means. Okay. A red flag basically means in dating, um, that it's uh, like a, an early sign of a very unhealthy relationship or, or a partner that could be a bit of a problem. Now, as far as a green flag goes, um, that is a good quality, uh, or personal behavior a good behavior that can be indicative of a person that you um, you would more likely, let's say, approach um, in relationships. Um, maybe someone that uh, is mature and, and acts a certain way, looks a certain way, basically generally desirable ways um, that you would want to have this person in your future. And it basically... Um, comes from the idea that green means go. You're good to go. Well, red means stop. You know, watch out. Be be on guard. <laughs> but red flags, you know, call it attention to issues. And green flags signal that you're safe. You're safe. Go. Proceed. But knowing what to be wary of can be important in helping us to avoid certain situations or harmful situations. But at the same time, we need to be able to recognize what a healthy relationship looks like also. So that way we can be kind of directed towards those people that have those healthy qualities, you know, right from the start. And, um, be more likely to kind of find ourselves in a relationship that feels good. You know, like you want to be able to find that. You don't want to have these barriers. So let's talk about actually some green flags. Yes, that's right. I'm actually going straight with the green flags first instead of the red flags. So Let's just think, if your partner is a good listener, ding, 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 ding. I mean, you need to 
pay attention if your partner is, is really putting in that effort to hear and understand you. Because if, let's say, they ask you a question, let's say they're asking you a question regarding what you're talking about, well, you know that they're listening to you clearly. If they ask you certain questions, you need to make space in that conversation and really seek to get to know your inner world well. I really think that that is a great, great green flag to have someone that actively listens because it really is a necessity for, you know, a relationship to last in the long term. And when it's used in a relationship of active listening, it can give you like a nice deep level of um, like an emotional intimacy, basically. Um, and it gives the person who's talking um, that, that space to be able to feel like they're in a trusted and a safe space, which can basically enhance the relationships um, and yeah, look, eventually it's inevitable that couples are going to disagree and people aren't going to always be in harmony. But if you are able to really listen well and really make an effort to really comprehend what your partner's perspective is, then you can have a nice resolution. And that is a definite green flag. Another um, green flag is being able to talk about their feelings, feeling comfortable talking about their feelings, you know, think that many, many, many years ago, you know, certain generations held certain things in, they didn't talk about their feelings, men were men, and women, you know, they just, they were the, the ones that took care of the house and the family, and the men just brought in the money, and nowadays, we have a lot of people just being very direct about their feelings, um, which I think is really wonderful. And being able to like really go deep and get emotional is, I think, a really great green flag in a potential romantic partner. So I think a healthy relationship definitely requires two people who can be mature enough to uh, see their own emotions, recognize them basically. And if they are the type of person that can really share those emotions with each other, you know, really tap into themselves and, and that really shows a very good emotional relationship skill. I also believe that someone that has empathy uh, is a definitive green flag. So what is empathy? Basically, you um, can understand and relate to somebody else's emotions or, or sometimes even share them. Um, I consider myself an empath. I um, am extremely sensitive and I hurt when people hurt. And it's not easy being this person, but I, it just means that I am in tune with the emotions of what other people are going through. 
um, like I feel sad if someone else is sad or, or at least understand um, you know, why someone experiences sadness and being able to be compassionate uh, and have justification. Um, they can also identify someone who can respond to a situation like on an emotional level. And I think that that is a huge green flag. And I think also most importantly that the relationship moves at a comfortable pace where um, it's good for both of the people that are involved. They have time to enjoy themselves, time to get to know one another, time to process things take each little thing in instead of everything being rushed. Everything happens gradually. And when a new partner is willing to give you space and let you have that time, even if that other person's feelings are more advanced than yours, you know, they're more ready to, to move to that next step. Um, they don't give you pressure or, or try to force um, the more um, accelerated form of the relationship until you're ready. And that, to me, is a huge green flag. Another green flag, and I'll tell you that this stems from my own personal um, relationship with my husband, was making sure we are both independent, independent of each other. We have our own lives. Uh, I had uh, been dating someone for uh, a few years, and I was heavily involved with him, heavily to where, you know, he was my first uh, committed relationship. I was young, 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 and in love. And I fell, and I fell hard. And in doing it, I lost who I was, and I knew during the relationship that I lost who I was. But the thing of it is, is I was so young, I didn't even really know who I was. It was, it was um, all new to me. I gave up a lot. And when we broke up, um, I got my life back and became... I was a completely different person. I think it was like three years later. I was a very different person. And I wanted to discover things on my own. I did not want to be in any type of a relationship. So, of course, a short while later, I meet my husband. <laughs> and I had told him, I absolutely do not want a committed relationship. And then we wound up being committed but the most important thing was is that I had my life and he had his. And at no time did he step into that space of mine. It was a very healthy relationship uh, to where neither one of us felt that we needed to be attached at the hip, like every minute. Um, I really believed about individuality and that we each have our own lives and our own things to do. Because I think that when you become reliant or once you rely or over-rely on someone, then you become codependent. And I did not want that to happen to me again. 
because I definitely felt very codependent with the, the man that I was with. Again, I was very young and I felt like um, I didn't want to do that all up again. You know, it's important self-discovery and it's your alone time and those are the most precious times. It doesn't mean that if you have a, a very good um, relationship, it means that it won't suffer. It's a green flag if your partner supports, you know, your personal growth and, and the relationships you have with friends outside of your relationship. You know, it's also a really great sign if your partner has the other long-standing friendships, hobbies, and, and goals, because then that makes them not very likely to want to rely on you. Those are really great, great, great green flags. And like I said, not many people um, really talk about the green flags. So let's talk about some of the red and, and then let's talk about some of the ones that are in between. So oy, there are so many red flags, things I probably don't even think of, but red flags, like I said earlier, um, mean run <laughs> get out get out now oh that's a red flag wait he drinks and he gets drunk on Fridays get out you know th things like that um, there are definitely more than I'm probably going to be stating but let's kind of state maybe some of the obvious and I would say again like talking before about the the green flags about um, positive emotional responses. A red flag is if you don't have someone that's stable, you know, like um, unreasonable emotional outbursts for a particular situation at a particular time. I think that it is extremely important to have emotional uh, or stable emotional responses. Um, it's like when you go on a date with someone and they're talking about different kinds of wines and the tastes and the other partner said that they would prefer a completely different type of wine that let's say she really liked. Well then let's say he then completely shuts her off completely, completely shuts her off and he then becomes unresponsive even at the date everything's been going great. Um, many people find it hard to deal with those emotions and express what they really feel genuinely. Most people will just shut down. Um, it's like, um, you know, having a passion of something is fine. It's fine to be passionate about something, but when it takes precedence over other things, then, you know, like the relationship could be just all about, you know, a strong emotion rather than are you two compatible? Um, and it, then it can also make you go blind for other red flags. So, okay, let's get into gaslighting. Now, I had done uh, a podcast on gaslighting. Um, 
and it's very good if you want to hear it but you know it, it it's just uh oof, gaslighting is a huge red flag <clears throat> it, it was saying that it's always nice you know for someone to to have an interest in you and oh you feel so special and so great and now you have this new person in your life and oh, it's just such an exciting time um but sometimes these people um might push it a little further and find things that make you vulnerable or upset or um maybe manip- manipulate you and when they dig without you realizing that they're digging into the things that make you vulnerable they can create some kind of a narrative that makes you now doubt yourself you know how you feel even your own sanity because what they do is they twist and manipulate things like the truth and that's what's gaslighting or or the person is a narcissist it makes you have this feeling that the things that you believe are not true okay that my loves are red flags when someone deliberately wants to make things seem like um your sense of reality is skewed red flag another thing that i really think is a huge red flag is disapproval from your friends from your family so let me let me say that sometimes you want to just be like you know shut the fuck up family I love this person and blah, blah, blah. But when you have more than one person telling you that this person isn't for you, you might want to heed their advice. I believe that the people that care about you the most are the ones that you should rely on. They're always, usually, coming from a good place. And I think that the perspective of an outsider is something that you don't always get from people. And to have someone see what's going on might be able to tell you, hey, listen, open your eyes. You know, maybe the person that you're with acts differently when you're alone, but treats you with a ton of disrespect in a, in a public arena. If your friends or families have highlighted some of these issues to you I think it's worth it to try to identify them and see if this really is the case and if it is get out get out something that's also very important which is something you need to recognize from the get-go is your expectations and your life goals. Sometimes when you meet somebody, your goals and your future are so aligned. And then you're together for a while. You don't get married. You're just dating for a long time. But you met when you were so young and all of a sudden there's an unalignment. That right there means it's a red flag, get out. But you could have met someone and been with for a year maybe less, and said, this is my partner, this is my partner in crime. But one factor that you didn't take into account 
was that your goals are not the same. Your expectations are not the same. Maybe it's something you forgot about. Maybe it's something you didn't, just didn't think about because you didn't think that it was such a bad thing. But now the relationship is getting deeper and deeper. And those things you need to revisit. It's not a huge red flag but compared to the others. But it is still something that you really need to highlight and and see that it it could be something that can maybe dissolve your future like where do you want to live do you want to have kids I think that if your partner is from a different background um maybe there's a little more sensitivity but I think also if your partner belittles you um, about your beliefs, that's a red flag as well. But these red flags, sometimes you can only spot in hindsight. And if you've been with someone that is not aligned to your beliefs, then that is an intensely huge red flag. I'd like to just touch on one last thing, um, which is the red flags that you shouldn't ignore with friends. I think with friends, we tend to give them a second and third and fourth chance because depending on how long we've been friends with them for, sometimes we think, oh, maybe we're overreacting or or maybe it's really not that bad, whatever it may be. So I think that as a society... We really do not discuss uh, unhealthy friendships, like in the same way we do with with a relationship between a man and a woman, a woman and a woman, whatever, a a romantic one versus a friendship one. But the thing of it is, is our friends matter just as much for our well-being and our mental health, just as our partners do. And when you have a good, healthy friendship, then that makes all the difference in the world. Uh, A healthy one can drag you down. um, And also question the things that you've done. But it's important that we recognize those red flags because I had a friend who was, oh my goodness, very toxic, but I did not know it at the time. So I just kept being me and she kept being her toxic self. And I know it sounds so strange. Like, Julie, how didn't you know? How didn't you know? Look at all these things she was doing. Because I kept saying, but I know she's good. I know deep down she's good. And it was, she had made me believe that she was so good, so good that There's no way I could think that she wasn't, you know? Anyway, let's talk about them. Do you, um, like, have a friend or have had a friend or know of someone who has a friend who just goes on and on and on about their day and their job, all their problems, but never, never asks about you, what's going on in your life? And so when the spotlight is finally on you, like you have, they're breathing for a second, right? 
It's finally on you. Oh, but then they interrupt you with, oh, wait, 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 I, I, that reminds me of, or, oh, 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 I forgot to tell you. <laughs> that is, it just run. That is not even a friendship. But if you do have this friend, uh, that sounds like the dynamic in the friendship is a bit skewed. And even though in their world, what they're discussing is what's going on in their world. It, it's just huge. But you're just that supportive character that's living in it. But everyone, including yourself, deserves to be heard. And that's all about communication. But your friend's tendency to constantly dominate what you're discussing could also be a sign of really bad communication skills, really bad communication skills. Um, so that's why you really need to use proper judgment and consider maybe before you want to break up the friendship, it might, it might be good if you bring it up. You know, before you just break up with the relationship and see if it could be mended. Because a, a true friend should really want to hear your struggles, your successes, your life events. Even if it's a mundane day, they should still want to hear about it and, and be receptive if you tell them you feel like they're not interested in what you have to say. So another red flag, which is very similar to what I just said, is the one-sided friendship. I mean, how many times has that happened to you? We're talking about that friend who is in charge of making all the plans, or if you know one person um, who only hits you up when their life is just falling apart. And then once it's your turn to vent or say something, bam, where are they? They're nowhere to be found. Not only that, but they don't want to hear what you have to say. They want to be the person that can do all the venting and complaining. I mean, we've all had a friend like this at one point or another, you know, they don't ask how you are. They can give a shit. And an hour later, they're suddenly too busy to talk about your life or the food in front of them has gotten so cold that they're finally going to eat. And as they glance at their phone or look around the restaurant, we've always been busy. We all have hectic weeks. And we're all dealing with some kind of personal matter that maybe can distract us. But if you find yourself always doing that emotional heavy lifting, it's to me, that's a sign that your friend just does not value the relationship as much as you do. So you shouldn't feel obliged to maintain that friendship or any friendship. Never feel obligated you know, sometimes when you make yourself 
stay in a friendship that just is not working anymore. People will stay in that friendship, even if they've outgrown it because of an obligation or a sense of obligation. Like, um, let's say you, you had a friend when you were a kid and you kept around, you know, just because, and excuse me, even though you don't have anything in common anymore, it, it's not the biggest red flag or the reddest red flag. Um, and it's not necessarily like a dynamic of toxicity, but if you do feel like you're more obligated to stay friends with someone versus like really enjoying the relationship, you can reevaluate the friendship that you're having with that person. Because honestly, when you spend time with your, your friends, you should be left feeling um, like rejuvenated and content, you know, not like exhausted from just being out with those people or one person. Like, I also believe that another red flag, and this, this has happened to me before. I, I had a friend who I don't ever think was really a friend. And, um, anytime I would tell her something, something good, something I might've done, she would always say, oh yeah, let me tell you about blah, 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 blah. She always had to one up me or even the scorecard, you know? Like you tell that person, oh, I, I got a raise at work. And instead of giving you a supportive hug or saying, oh, congratulations, they one up you with, oh, I got a promotion last week. Or let's say you guys were, um, I don't know, at, at, at a, a axe throwing event and, and you're like shaking from throwing the axe and you say like, oh my God, that was, that was just, you know, so hard for me. And then she goes and she goes, oh, that was so easy for me. You know, it's just that envy, that uh, momentary lapse of envy. But the person who turns everything into a game of do I have it better doesn't really have your back. And you can try letting them know, but sometimes if they're not receptive, that's another warning sign. I think also another red flag is people who just have no respect for your boundaries. If you're in a healthy friendship, your friends know that they're going to be told no. And that's okay. Because it's boundaries. You should be able to say no. Like maybe you don't want to talk about things that are bothering you about that or you know, keep talking about something that you've wanted to stop talking about or they want you to stop talking about. But I think that every now and then we forget about boundaries. But if you notice that yours are always not being respected 
And that can be a sign of a bad or toxic relationship. Sometimes you don't realize why you're still friends or why you're still dating. You know, your, your friendships shift. Sometimes um, they continue and they get better. Sometimes they get worse. But if your friendship is really, really good and then goes to really bad, um, it's, it, it's normal to have some times when you just can't get enough of each other, you know. But there's a difference between that and when everything gets on your last nerve. There's a big difference between bickering and fighting all the time. If you feel like you're walking on eggshells around this friend, or it's unpredictable, then it's not a good relationship. Because honestly, a friend shouldn't make you feel stressed or anxious. Because those people that you choose to surround yourself with should lift you up and push you to be the best version of yourself. So don't forget that. Look out for those red flags if you can. If you don't see any and then you start realizing that this is not an entirely kosher relationship, you have the absolute right to get out because we are number one and we deserve the absolute best and time's too short. Try and find those red flags. Try and listen to your friends and family more. And most importantly, if you have a real good relationship or friendship going, hold on to it. Don't think outside that box of could it be better. You should know that you have what's best for you. Thanks so much for joining me.